This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Don't Stop Us Now. I'm Claire Hatton. And I'm Greta Thomas. And we're on a mission to help you achieve your goals. We're all about sharing the secrets of the world's most innovative and pioneering successful women. Hear their uplifting stories and practical advice right here. Yes, right here. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then why not sign up for our newsletter at hello at don'tstopusnow.co and keep listening for this week's latest episode. Hello and welcome to another Future Proof Me mini episode. These episodes share a simple nugget of an idea, piece of advice, or thought-provoking insight to help us all thrive in future. And this week's nugget is all about not taking things personally at work. This is such a good one. I know I went way too long taking things personally. Oh my goodness, the unnecessary angst I caused myself. How about you, Claire? Did you take things such as feedback personally at work? Well, you know, I think with feedback, I was fortunate in that from a young age, I was it was positioned to me as, you know, really a great opportunity to learn rather than to take personally. Yeah. But where I've actually struggled is in those situations where I was really passionate about an idea or a decision or a direction that I thought should be taken, you know, and then it got knocked back or my views were not accepted. And those situations were the ones I struggled to not take it personally. And I think that was because it was related really to my, what I thought was my identity. Right. And then I got to about probably my mid thirties and I realized particularly at Google, that it wasn't the case, that it wasn't related to my identity. And that as long as I felt I'd argued my case well enough, then it was just a decision and I had to accept it and it wasn't personal. Yeah, that's great. And you just kind of move on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we put so much, we layer so many other potential interpretations on things that don't go our way. That's so true. Well, we want to share a story of how one of our earlier guests, Julia Page, learned how to keep things in perspective and not take things personally. Julia is Director of Social Impact Globally at Uber in San Francisco these days. And as a black woman, she certainly encountered her fair share of bias and unfair treatment, but she's learned not to take it personally. Here she is talking about how she differentiates dramatically between things said at work and things said at home. First off, I am uh, by no stretch of the imagination superwoman. And I think there's also things that, you know, with like with my kids, is that I always tell folks I work with, you know, I ask them their opinion about something. I said, listen, I would rather you let's have a conversation here that may be uncomfortable because this is work. 
I'm just trying to do the best I can. I have no feelings in it. I really, I don't. Now at my house, if my husband says something, I'm like, oh, my kids, oh, but that's where I feel it. That's where I'm more vulnerable. But at work, I have a really sheer focus of, I just want to do the best I can. And I'm not always going to do it. So I have to figure out how to get better and how to get better. And when someone criticizes me, I think, okay, that's a way I can get better. In my entire career, there's one time I've ever cried at work. That was a long, long time ago. I said to myself, okay, this is work. This isn't my life. This isn't what I want written on my tombstone. And one day I was, uh, I think one of the kind of best lessons for myself was I had come home and this is when I had worked at an agency for at ICM for five seconds. And I came home and I was like, I had a really bad day. And I was living with my sister who's a doctor and who was in residency at, um, at UCLA. And I said, you know, I had a bad day. And she goes, I had a bad day and my patient died. And in that moment, it was a lesson for me because that's a bad day. This is just a frustrating moment. That interaction with her sister really put her work day into perspective, didn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, not many of us actually deal with life or death situations at work. And so, you know, I can see how that's a real wake up call for Julia in how she chose to react to things that happen at work. Yes, exactly. And I think that is the key right there, Claire Hatton, remembering that how we react to any circumstances or any comment or feedback is always a choice. And that's what Julia, I think, realized in that moment too. And it definitely took me a while to learn because, you know, it is quite easy to be triggered by something someone says, when, especially when you're not expecting it. Yeah, absolutely it is. Um, so how, how did you work on that? Well, you know, I think firstly, I got older and wiser over time. And I think as I also built up more confidence in my work and who I was, you know, as I climbed the ladder, you can't discount the fact that, okay, someone's giving me more responsibility. These people are putting their trust in me and their faith in me. They think I can do that. So realizing that if other people had confidence in my abilities to take on more responsibilities, then I should have more of that confidence and less of that insecurity. And it's insecurity, which allows us to be triggered, I think. Yeah, absolutely right. And you know, there's that great saying, you know, it's, that springs to mind, which is, if you don't believe in yourself and your abilities, then how can you expect anyone else to? Absolutely. And I'm such a believer in that. And it really does help you to be triggered less by things that happen at work, I think. Yeah, for sure. Another thing I find that can be helpful for some people is to imagine they operate in some sort of protective bubble, you know, that moves with them. So when people say anything unexpected that could be hurtful or negative, or you could take personally, you imagine their words hitting the bubble, not you, and kind of bouncing off. And you make yourself take a deep breath and then choose how to react rather than getting triggered. Yeah, I totally get that. It's sort of like this little protective barrier. And by having the bubble some distance from you, it gives you that time to to not just automatically do a reaction and be triggered, but as you say, take a breath and stuff like that. Yes. And I think, you know, sometimes when we're also stressed out, people can say things without having thought them through properly. And even if they say something that doesn't come out well, they probably haven't realized or intended it to have the impact that it might have on you. Hence, you know, that bubble image is a really great one. And you can also ask yourself then, how do I choose to react right now? 
And I've always found as I've got older and wiser in particular, you know, asking myself and saying to myself, well, you know, perhaps this person deserves the benefit of the doubt. Perhaps they have a point and I should listen to it, you know, and just sort of think to myself about the options of how one could interpret what's being said. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the key takeaway here is it really serves no one to react and take things that happen or get said at work too personally. It's work. It's not you or your identity. And just like Julia, whom we heard from earlier, figured out, that's really an important distinction. It so is. So remember, if it's at work, it's not personal. Well, that's this mini episode done and dusted. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we'll be speaking with a woman who's working with and investing in female entrepreneurs in Cambodia, Vietnam, Myanmar, and Indonesia, amongst other places. And she has some fascinating stories and insights, so stay tuned. In the meantime, have a great rest of your week. Stay safe and don't take things personally. Ciao for now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.